The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Mamish fresh, fresh story. Okay, so there's a younger man by the name of, you may know him, his name is Surly Glassman. He's involved with various different askanas and stuff. A good yid, a good yid. Pekitzer, he told me this story happened with him just now. Like just now. He was in a shul somewhere in Flatbush. And after davening, he went to the coffee room in the shul, beautiful coffee room. And he was uh, talking over there, looking over there, getting his coffee, etc. Pekitzer receives a friend of his who he knew was making a wedding the week, in, a, in a week from then. Maybe it was last week or two weeks. It was Mamish, a fresh story. And, um, you know, he went over to me, figured maybe I'll give him chizik, whatever. Pekitzer, this man said, what was his name? Let's make up a name. Yehuda Leib. This man's name was Yehuda Leib. And he said, oh, Yehuda Leib, how are you doing? He's like, listen, how am I doing? Honestly, like, not, not so good. Not so good. I'm maxed out. I'm making a wedding in a week. And I'm short about $10,000. And I really don't know who to go. Like, I already went to all my people. And I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know what Hashem wants. I, I just don't know. I don't know. And and the stress is getting you know very very high and it's very hard for me to function and it's scary. Meanwhile, my my the call is saying this and my wife is saying this and we have to get this and the, the even the place called me and they said I need like, and it's a week from now. I, I don't know what to do now. I'm not asking you for money. I'm just like venting to you. And Surly told him like you know what, Mitzvah is going to help and this and that. He wasn't really asking for money. He was just chizik. He gave him chizik like every yid should do when somebody is hurt, when somebody is broken, when somebody is going through a hard thing. He gave him chizik. Because he walks out of the coffee room, and on the floor is 10th, and I'm joking. He walks out of the coffee room, and he goes into the shul. This was in between Minyanim in the shul, so it was like a half a base medrash, and there was a collector. There was a collector going through uh, the different people, collecting money. Because there was one person sitting over there, eh? whatever it was, sitting there wrapping his tefillin, and he didn't look like he was in the best of moods. To be nice. <laughs> and obviously, we're going to be down the cuffs because we're not judging anybody. People go through hard things. Okay. The kids are, he's there wrapping his phone. And meanwhile, the collector's coming closer to him. You know, everybody's like watching, like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know? And he's wrapping his phone, looking down, like a little bit of, you know? Anyways, the collector comes and goes, Tzedaka. The guy looks up. Now, it, we're going to be down the cuffs because it could be that he had 18 people collecting that morning from him and he had a very hard night, whatever it was. But the kids are, he lost it. Enough of you collectors! Just, just stop! I can't dive it! I can't wrap my toys in them! Meanwhile, the guy's like, <clears throat> like there was a lot of people in the shul, red in the face, blue in the face, green in the a rainbow. Hashem sent the rainbow on his face and said, I want to destroy the world now. Anyways, he's sitting there and, and the guy's embarrassed like anything. Meanwhile, this guy, you can't blame him. We're down the cuffs because we don't know the story. But the kids are, he didn't say a word. He just turned red, blue, green, red, red. I said red already. And then he went to the next guy and he said, Sadaka. You know, and went to the next guy, next guy, next guy, because anyways, Surly was standing there and he realized like one second, this is like somebody's got to catch the moment. He's like, if I run to that collector now who was just embarrassed, who didn't say anything back and I get him to go to the guy who needs the money to give him a bracha because there's a power of bracha when you're, when you're quiet, when you're embarrassed, maybe that will help. So he runs over to the guy. He's like, come with me right now, runs into the coffee room. The guy's still there. He's like, hey, everybody stop. It's like, this is going to be weird, but just listen, I need you to give a bracha to him. He's making a wedding in a, in a week and he needs Parnassah. Give me, he's like, I should give a bracha. Who am I? I don't care who you are. You were just embarrassed. You're, you're, it's not Malikim. That's who you are. Just give him a bracha. The kids of the guy went all out. He's like, it should go. And he gave him a very, very long bracha. Okay. Good. Good. And it's really left. The guy left. The collector left. The guy got home. He relaxed. Okay. 
Anyways, not 24 hours later, this guy is in a supermarket somewhere and he meets a friend of his. He just he bumps into a friend. And he says, the, the friend comes and says, Oh, Shalom Leichem, what's that right to win? He's like, he's like, you're making a wedding next week. No, you're making a wedding, right? He's like, yeah. He said, oh, I, can I help you? I want to help you for the wedding. He's like, yeah, you can help me, whatever. You know, $180, whatever it is, yeah. You can help me. The guy's like, I want to help you, my friend. Ah, yishmak, ah. And he pulls out his checkbook and he writes a $10,000 check. He says, here, I hope this helps. Like, I don't know what's going on. I, you know, made a lot of money, whatever. Because we gave him a $10,000 check, not 24 hours after he got a bracha from a person who was embarrassed and was quiet. It's a true story. That just happened within the past few days, weeks, months, year, past few weeks. But this is not a story from back in the day. This is not a story in the books. This is a fresh story. It just happened. Now. There are a billion lessons. And when I say a billion, I mean at least three lessons from this story. First of all, Hashem has a plan. In order for Hashem's plan to work, we, we need different shluchim. HaKadosh Baruch is waiting. He wants this to happen. He wants that to happen. He wanted this story to come out maybe. Who knows? But there are so many different things that happen with Hashem's plan. And Munah Bitachan. Dina goes out. Leia, how come you serious enough? Hashem has a plan. And guess what? Hashem has a plan in your life also. It's not just by Dina. And it's not just by this person. It's by you as well. Maybe you didn't see it yet. But it's by you also. Another lesson from the story is that when you see something, do something. In other words, the second you see, make that connection quick. Oh, we could get a bracha. Like, be that person to go. Take action right away. Don't wait. What am I going to do? I can't do anything. Also, don't say, who am I? I can't give a bracha. You could. You have no idea what your bracha could do. Also, give chizak. Rabbi said, there are so many lessons from the story, but it's such an important idea to realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan for every one of you. This person just made the wedding, had exactly what he needed. Everything he needed for the wedding right after that bracha. You understand? And this happens in all of our lives so many times. Sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we do see it. Sometimes it's not what we wanted to see, but it happens all over the place. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.